midst of World War II, C.S. Lewis gave four radio broadcasts over the BBC, which would later be compiled into a book entitled Mere Christianity. This book inspired my journey to know why I believe what I believe. Welcome to Bear Christianity. Why are New Year's resolutions so hard to keep? I'd love to know the percentage of New Year's resolutions that were kept from last year. I'm sure it is less than 1%. Um, I think the reason we fail so many times is that we just set expectations way too high. I mean, one day you're eating fried cheese and Doritos, washing it down with a Mountain Dew. The next day you're supposed to enjoy a salad without ranch dressing or croutons or bacon bits. And, you know, you, you drink a gallon of water and that's all you're allowed to drink anymore. So it, it's just, um, you know, expectations are way too high and it's just a recipe for disaster. But hopefully today I can offer a few suggestions for a successful New Year's resolution, you know, focused around the Bible. So today I'm basically just going to talk about my own personal morning routine and then, you know, give you some ideas based on that. And hopefully that will that will help you learn more about the Bible and, and grow closer to God in 2022. Several years ago now, I was in Sunday school and, and, and some uh, more hip churches call it small groups. But uh, anyway, Sunday school. And so uh, we were sitting around, we were studying the book of Nehemiah. That's in the Old Testament. Basically, Nehemiah is about rebuilding the wall of Jerusalem. It had been destroyed and the people had been taken away to Babylon. And then now they were returning. And so that they were working, Nehemiah was sort of the leader in all this. And the people of Israel are working to rebuild the wall. And once it's complete, uh, they gather to hear Ezra, who is a scribe for the nation. They gather to hear him read from the book of the law, which is basically the Bible that had been written up to that point in history. And so uh, this takes place in Nehemiah 8, but the, it said the people stood and listened to Ezra read from the book of the law from early morning until midday, and they were weeping, there was celebration, um, it, it just it stuck out to me. I remember sitting there in Sunday school, it was a, a normal Sunday for me. I'm just going through my normal routine, there was nothing special happening in my life, I was not stressed about something, I was not overjoyed about anything, it was just a normal day. And I had just had this overwhelming desire to know God's word like I'd never desired it before. And, and so I attribute that to the work of the Holy Spirit in my own life. I'm sitting there listening to this lesson about uh, the people being so overjoyed that they are hearing from the book of the law back in the, in the promised land. And, and God just used that to speak to me and say, you have not cherished the Bible the way I, I want you to cherish it. And since then, it, um, I just really haven't struggled a whole lot in getting into God's Word. I just I find it a very natural to want to get into the Bible and and study more and learn more about the nature and character of God. And so I, I you know, all glory for that goes to God. I'm in no way am I trying to say, oh, you know, look look what I do. I read the Bible every day. I'm such a great Christian. No, all the glory goes to God because he, it was, I was seriously just sitting there, and um, and God worked in my heart. And so I, I, I obviously pray that that happens for you. Now, at the same time, at the exact same time, and this is sort of the, the mystery sometimes of Christianity, because Christians believe that it is God working in us, yet we are not robots. We, we are making decisions for ourselves. 
So at the same time, I have set in place certain disciplines in my morning routine that help me stay consistent. And so that's what I'm going to share with you today. And I hope this is helpful as we start into the new year. So if you want to connect with me, you can email me at bearchristianity at gmail.com or message me on Instagram at the real bear Martin. And so today we're just going to go over my morning routine and I'm going to give you some uh, tips on how you can maybe make it your own and give you some ideas for uh, New Year's resolutions 2022. So the first thing I do every single morning is the the last uh, maybe three or four years, I have tried to read the, or I have, I've read the Bible each year. And it's it's very simple as long as you stay consistent. And this uh, Bible app called Version Bible app is a really popular free Bible app on your phone. It, that makes it really easy because they have reading plans that you can go in there and select, and there's there's all kinds of different ones. Uh, but I would I just select one that reads takes me through the Bible each year, and I just do a, it's just a little bit every day. It spaces it out. You just simply you know click on today's date, and it lays it out. And it has all the verses and all this. I mean, all you need is your phone. Now, if you like reading from your actual Bible, you, obviously you can do that. It tells you what verses to read, and then you mark it as complete. So. That makes it really, really easy. Now, a lot of times what I do is when I first wake up, like especially in the winter, I'm turning on the fireplace and I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm the first one up in the morning. So I'm turning on some lights downstairs and, you know, letting out our dog and all that stuff. So I have some wireless like Bluetooth headphones and I, a lot of times will listen to that passage of, of the Bible or passages because I always select a reading plan that gives me like a little bit from the Old Testament, a little bit from the New Testament, and usually like Psalms or Proverbs. So I'm not just starting like Genesis 1-1 and just like grinding through because I'll be honest with you, the Old Testament sometimes especially can get kind of dry and boring at times. And so when you're when you're reading a little bit of Old, a little bit of New Testament and Psalms and Proverbs, it just helps keep things moving. And so if you, when you're in the Bible app, if you click on a certain reading plan, it will tell you sort of how it works. And you can, you can always just say, yes, yeah, start it. And then you can see how it, how it lays it out. But I certainly would recommend that versus just a straight through read of the Bible, because it'll take you the overwhelming portion of the year just to get to the New Testament. And so uh, anyway, so I, I certainly would recommend that. Also, yeah, you can read it, you can listen to it. Or you can read while listening, which also helps you sort of stay on track and, and keep your mind uh, from wondering. And so um, that's the very first thing I do is just simply I'm, I'm reading the Bible through in a year. And it's, it's really about maybe eight to 10 minutes first thing in the morning. And a lot of times, like I said, I'm walking around listening to it in, with Bluetooth headphones on. I'm listening to the, the Bible and and just kind of getting things going in the morning. So that's that's the very first thing I do. So I think it's nice to read large, you know, you want to read the Bible in a year. So I want to do that. And then you want to sit down and like dig in deeper to the Bible. And so I just work through different books of the Bible. And, and I'm part of a men's Bible study, which I love being a part of. And, and there's a few things that kind of help navigate what I'm studying. And so right now we're studying the book of Ruth. And so for after I do my Bible in a year portion of my morning, then I sit down at the table, I have my Bible out, 
and I study uh, Ruth, whatever chapter we're studying for the day, or or uh, after we get done with Ruth, we're going back to Revelation. And so I just kind of let that sort of drive me. But you can just pick your favorite book of the Bible, whatever. And for this part, there are no timeline constraints. If you want to study Romans for 15 years in a row, go for it. There is zero pressure on yourself. You don't have to get through a certain book at any time. And at any time, you can switch. So like if you're going to study Genesis, Genesis has 50 chapters. And so if you get to chapter 10 or 11 and you're like, okay, I need something a little different, fine. It, there, there is no rules here. Just, just dig in though and study a little bit deeper. So this is when I have like a journaling Bible so I can write notes on the side or sometimes I make notes on my computer program highlight, underline, that's that type of thing. So a little bit deeper Bible study. And then one key thing here is you have to learn how to study the Bible properly. And from a very basic standpoint, remember these three things. The first thing you do when you read a Bible passage, it's observation, then interpretation, then application. And so everybody wants to read a Bible passage and then jump right to application. But no, just observe what's being said. If there's locations or something like that, then try to find it in the back of the Bible on the maps. And, um, you know, just just sort of what is the, what is actually being said. And then interpretation is what do you think, what's the reason the original author was writing this to the original audience? So that's different from application. Application would be, okay, how do I apply this? But you first have to determine what was the original author saying to the original audience. Only after that can you start to think about application. If you just pick out a verse and jump straight to application, a lot of times you will, you will take that verse out of context. You, you're, you're not actually uh, interpreting that correctly. And so observation first then interpretation, then application. And so that's kind of what I'm thinking about in my head as I'm um, just slowly working through, like, for instance, the book of Ruth. So that's part two. So I have the Bible in a year. That takes about eight to 10 minutes. Then I'll study the Bible. And sometimes I may study for 30, 40 minutes, but sometimes it's just 10, you know? So it it just depends on what you got going on that morning. Again, like take the pressure off of yourself with some sort of timeline. Just just get in, do it, and then and then move on. And then the third thing that I do is I will listen to sermons or podcasts or debates. You've you've heard me mention these. Or maybe I have another uh like Christian-based book that I'm reading. And so that's kind of the third part. Now sometimes I'll do that as part of my morning routine. Other times I'm listening maybe to a podcast or a debate on my way to work or if I'm cutting the grass or whatever. So again, those Bluetooth headphones are a major key to success, I think, because I, I just like I'm listening to stuff all the time when I'm just doing just um, chores around the house, different things like that. It, it's I'm always listening to, to something and it's a it's a wise use of time, basically. Now, I will link some of my favorite pastors in the episode notes um, I've mentioned, you know, several different debates in, in previous episodes and things like that. Um, it, basically, if you're interested in a topic, let's say you're uh, interested in creation versus evolution. Well, just get on YouTube and find some debates and, and watch those or, um, you know, just different aspects. If you're interested in 
Roman Catholicism versus Protestants. You know, there's tons of debates and things like that. So just find something that you're interested in learning more about and just go go with it. Now, for books, if you're going to read a book, if if you've never read one before, I would highly recommend a introduction to systematic theology because it's going to take all these basic doctrines of Christianity and things that are found throughout the Bible, and it lays them out in a very orderly fashion, and that will help you so much understand what is happening in the Bible. And so I I would highly recommend an introduction to systematic theology. The first one I ever read was by John Frame, and it was called Salvation Belongs to the Lord, an Introduction to Systematic Theology. And it was just part of this Logos Bible study software. When I first bought it, it was one of the books that came with it. And so I started reading that, and, and it just it laid out a lot of things in a very organized way. It gives you lots of different Bible verses to support everything. And so it, it just really helped me understand a lot of the big picture stuff about the Bible. So that's my three main things that I do. I read the Bible in a year. I study a, a, a certain passage of the Bible each day, keeping in mind the observation, interpretation, and application, you know, basics of it. You know, if we if we just jump to the Bible and say, if you just read a verse and say, okay, how does this apply to me? That's uh, that that's not the the right approach. The you know, what if you first asked. What does this tell me about God? That That is more important. So this shift in focus is the way that the Bible will help change a person from the inside out. When you, when you start to realize who God is, the, the very nature and character of God, that will, ch- you know, God can use that to change you from the inside out. If you're just reading the Bible as a self-help book, it is like putting a thin layer of paint on rotting wood. It, it just, it, it's its pointless. It's like any other self-help book you get and you, you read it and it maybe changes you for a little bit, but then no big deal, right? And so, so ask those types of questions. What does this tell me about God? You know, center it, make your focus about God, not what does this, how can I apply this to make my life better? That is the wrong question to ask. How how is God glorified in this passage of the Bible? That's the type of question that you want to ask. So I hope this helps. I hope you have a great new year, and I, I certainly wish you success on any New Year's resolutions that you're making. Here's our closing verse, Psalm 143, 8. It says this, Let me hear in the morning of your steadfast love, for in you I trust. Make me know the way I should go, for to you I lift up my soul. 